Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I hope you're going really, really well. I've just spent the last couple of days with my Scalable Mastermind group. This was the first in-person event for my brand new mastermind. And oh my goodness, we covered so much. And by the end of it, I think we were all, especially the ladies that were there, I'm talking about you, a little bit delirious. And there was so much laughter. And I'm like, right, come on, we've just got to get through this last little bit here. Um, So it was brilliant. And I thought I'd give you a little insight into what we covered. So the ladies that are in my mastermind, they've been part of the Modern Marketing Collective, which takes them to being booked out with clients. So they're at the phase where their time is macked out, they've built a really amazing, successful business, they are attracting their ideal clients. And for many of them, they're like, I feel so terrible saying no, but I just can't take on anyone else. And also we can find ourselves at this stage answering the same questions and repeating ourselves. We want some time back, and that's what this episode is about as well, creating more freedom as a solopreneur. And we want more flexibility while also increasing, not decreasing our revenue. So more time with more revenue. And we want to be able to help those people that we can't cater for in our business right now. And so for these women, and for me, the obvious answer when we got to this stage in business was an online program. And so over the past couple of days, we looked at my masterminders programs. Most of them have already created and launched a program and then one of them hadn't so far. So we were either redefining and really fine tuning their programs or creating it from scratch. We also have a really big focus on creating an amazing experience for their students. So it's not just something and you're not going to get into the mastermind. If your program or your course, your membership is something that you just want to sit there and make money without really caring about your students. So we look at getting results for their students and creating a really amazing experience. We also zoomed out and created their $100,000 program plan. And this is because it is inevitable for them to be able to create their first $100,000 from an online program. So we just simply map out, right, what is your time frame to get there? Let's look at your different numbers, your price of your program, your student expectation enrollment numbers, and map out what that's going to look like. So we did that for each of them. We also created the core concepts for their launches, which is a massive piece in itself because it's a big educational piece where we're looking at really helping our audience shift certain ideas, have new understandings, and see us as that like the answer and the solution, our program is the answer and solution to their problem. And that's what it's all about. 
we had many decisions and conversations and made decisions around the webinar titles, content, launch prices, bonuses, timelines, all the invaluable discussions as well that you can only really have with other people with the same type of business to you. And I know I love just having those conversations with my peers that also have online programs. And like I alluded to at the start, lots of laughs and good times. So now that was just the start. And I have six months with this group to coach them as they go ahead and implement everything that we covered. So that's what I've been up to the last couple of days. And I really want to chat with you today about creating more freedom as a solopreneur. My clients that I work with have so many things in common, whether they're in the Modern Marketing Collective or in my Scalable Mastermind. So they care about their clients. They care about their work. And the big one is that they have gone out to work for themselves for more freedom. I wonder if you can relate to that. And freedom to work when and where they want to, to have that flexibility to work around their family. And I was chatting with some of my masterminders and they said, just being able to walk their kids to school and pick them up at the end of the day is like huge for them to be able to do that. And that's part of the reason why they left their job. So they could create that for themselves. The flexibility to work around their other interests and around life. And I know that I'm exactly the same. I've never wanted to have a huge team, lots of staff, a big office filled with people to manage or a complicated business. And I don't want to be answerable to anyone else. I want to do business on my terms. So today I'm sharing with you five ways that I've really honed and created more freedom in my business and that you can totally do it too. I'm also going to share with you really what is a solopreneur in case you're like, what is this phrase? So we'll go into that as well. But first I wanted to read out the latest review from the podcast. And this one comes from Courtney Hiller from Canada. And she says, this is a great podcast for those looking to sneak in a few practical strategies for their business when you don't have a lot of time. I love being able to put on an episode and soak up the information when I have an extra 30 minutes in my day. Thanks, Emily. Thank you so much, Courtney, for your review. Okay, so let's take a look at what a solopreneur is. So there's this article on Podia that I found really, really helpful. And it says a solopreneur is an entrepreneur who chooses to set up, run and work on their business alone over the long terms. They're ultimately responsible for the success or failure of their small business and tend to execute nearly all of the work themselves. And also they talk about a solopreneur often tends to work from home And that solopreneurs are not in it for team growth. So they're not in a rush to grow a team, but rather focus on growing their business to enjoy a life of financial and time freedom. Hello. Yes. Thank you. In other words, they're not interested in giving birth to a massive empire. Now, I would argue with that fact. I think we can have, I don't know, like an empire that is very, very lean, We can create huge things in a really smart way without a huge number of people. This article also says solopreneurs normally pursue one business focus, 
So they stick to kind of that one passion project over the long term, whereas entrepreneurs, on the other hand, or other types of businesses tend to wait for an exit strategy or buyout and then move on to something else. And I know that's true for myself and my clients. I'm like, I'm in this for life. This is my this is like my my work that I want to keep developing and working on and evolving and making even, even better over my life. Now, they also talk about the benefits of being a solopreneur is you get to keep most of your profits. You don't have huge overheads like a big team, office rental space, all of that type of thing, which is one of the reasons that I love it. Also, it says you have the autonomy to make big decisions, which is so true. And I love this as well. And I love this that I get to coach my clients that have these types of businesses. It's like you're in charge and we get to shift and pivot and let go of things that aren't working or you no longer enjoy. And you have the full autonomy to make those decisions without being answerable to anyone else. Okay, so I just wanted to set the scene a little bit about what is a solopreneur. Now let's get into five different ways that we can just make sure that you have that freedom that you went out on this big adventure and journey for to enjoy. So number one, and I've been speaking about this on the podcast a little bit, actually, which is about your different offers, your different offerings, the things that you sell. Now, I do think that at the start of your business, you're going to be selling and offering all sorts of different things as you get a taster for what you actually enjoy, for where the most demand is. But once you've been through that phase, it's time to look at your specific offerings, So we really want to simplify your business, not be everything to everyone, and make sure that you have some core offers that you sell that your business really becomes known for. When it comes to creating more flexibility and time freedom for yourself, it's because you're no longer going to need to be custom quoting. For every client that comes in, you're like reinventing the wheel, you're starting from scratch basically. So we don't want that. We want to make sure your business is streamlined. And this means as well that when you have a new client come in, you already have the processes and templates ready to go because this is one of your core offerings that you've offered many times before. So this is really going to help you in being very time efficient and creating that really smart, lean business as well. It's going to remove lots of headaches versus scrambling and scratching around to try and come up with a new thing every time a client comes in. And it also gives you just that powerful way, like I've spoken about in the past, to say, if this sounds like you and what you're needing and what you want to the type of results you want, then this sounds like you. It's a really powerful place to be and creates a really clean, simple business, which is what it's all about. Okay, so that is the first one, having really specific offerings rather than a whole buffet there for people to kind of try and pick and choose from or custom quoting every single time. And I know that when I did that in my business, it made such a difference. And I felt like a little bit more of a grown-up business owner too. I actually felt a lot more confident in my business because suddenly I went from being a little bit vague around what am I even offering here? And people would ask me and I wouldn't even be able to tell them because I basically offered everything to people coming in. And then I could say, great, here's one option. Here's another option for you. So it helped me to actually boost my own confidence and conviction in my own business as well, which is amazing. Okay. So number two, 
let's talk about some boundaries here. Now, when we're a solopreneur, it's very easy for us to kind of be accessible all the time. And I know that the amazing people that I work with, we're very lovely people. We don't want to also be disliked by anyone. We want to be kind to everyone. But what this can lead to is that you are giving, giving, giving without actually having the time to work on your business and work on your client work. And if you find it hard to say no, let's talk about this. You can use technology to your advantage here. So it's almost like the technology can be um, the bad cop for you. So rather than being accessible all the time, and this used to be me, I just didn't really know how to say no and put boundaries in place. My clients would call me. And so of course I would answer and then it would be an hour later and I'm still on the phone and kind of they're venting to me about things in their business that aren't really relevant to my work. And I'm like, oh my God, now I've got to go and find the time to actually do their, do their client work. We don't really have a receptionist to screen calls and take bookings, etc. So we can use technology to our advantage here. So what I implemented, and this is many years ago now, when I was like, look, this isn't really working for me. My clients are calling me. And of course, I want to answer the phone and, and chat with them and support them and help them. But it's not really conducive to my own work. I then created basically a booking system, very, very simple. I used a software called Calendly when people could then go to a link and choose a time that I had made available in my diary to book in. And so instead of someone trying to call me or someone emailing me to say, hey, Emily, when are you free? Can we have a chat? Be like, no worries. Here's the link book in a time. Now, what this does is just make it a little bit more formal. So your clients actually have to think about doing this versus just always kind of ringing you. It makes them not so reliant on you, I would say as well, that they can just pick up the phone and speak to you. But it's like, okay, you've got to choose a time in my diary. It helps to show that you are bit more of a professional business owner. You've got your processes in place and you have some boundaries there for them to work with. And do you know what? I see boundaries as being super kind to clients because then they know where they sit and what would be appropriate and not appropriate. And when there's no sense of any guidelines for them, it can be a little tricky because they don't really know, is this appropriate? Is this right? Do they care if I do this? So boundaries are so kind because they create clarity. Now, another thing that you can do along with that link to book in with you is that you can also send a document to new clients. And I've been sent this as someone that's working with other people as well. And I loved it. And it basically outlined like what you can expect from them and also what they can expect from you. So you outline, here's what you can expect from me, basically. Here's when you'll hear from me. Here's my turnaround time. Here's when you can contact me. And also what you expect from them. So when you expect perhaps work feedback to be given to you, what will happen if it's not giving in that time frame, the deadlines that you can stick to, but maybe you won't be able to if they aren't that responsive. And so it creates, again, that really clear container for you and your clients to work through. And what this is going to do is going to take a lot of potential stress off your plate, some resentment as well, because this is what can happen if we feel as though we aren't being respected or 
when we just don't put boundaries in place, then we can start to resent our clients, which of course we don't want to do. So this can really help. Now, I will say that you're only probably going to learn this by not having very many boundaries at the start. I think it's just a rite of passage. I really do. Is that something will happen and then you'll realize, okay, I didn't really love that. That's where I need to have a guideline or a boundary. Okay, so that's going to help a lot. It's going to free up your time, reduce your stress and create a really good container for your clients to work within. Okay, so number three here, outsourcing and contractors. So I spoke at the start around not wanting to have a huge team, lots and lots of staff. But what's different here is really using the power of contractors. So when I started out, I had, I think I worked with a company, it might've been called, what was it called? Something like Virtual Angels maybe. And it was a VA type of company. What I will say, which I wasn't very good at at the start, is you have to put the time in to basically train up your VA. And I'm like, oh God, I think it's just going to be quicker for me to do this myself, which I think is very, very common. So you just have to be aware of that, get through that. And that's when you'll start to see the returns when you have put in that work up front to then have your VA or your contractor then really getting it because you've you've helped to kind of educate them and explain how your business works. So I started with that. I also took on, so we were doing branding work. So I'm not a graphic designer. So I took on a graphic designer as a contractor. And I remember one day really, really clearly, I was, I think I was living in Ballarat at the time. And Coden, my fiance now, was living in Melbourne. And I think I must've been kind of up in Melbourne. I went to High Point Shopping Center and I just distinctly remember walking around, doing a little bit of shopping and on my phone, communicating with my designer and just thinking, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. There's some work being done in my business while I'm out at the shops. What? I see specialist contractors as being a really good thing here. Allows you to get more work done, to have more productivity in your business that isn't just your hours. So a lot of people I know start with a bookkeeper, an accountant, you'll also outsource and get terms and conditions. That was one of the first things I did. But you might have ongoing contractors as well, someone that might help you with a little bit of the work or someone that is more of the assistant in your business. And of course, nowadays I have Kat, who is amazing, Kat Dunn, who's my online business manager, and she works with different businesses to help them really streamline their work. And she also brings in some a strategic sense too. So she's much more than a virtual assistant, I would say in that manner. It's amazing. She is able to manage a lot of the processes and do a lot of things in my business that allows me to not spend that time on it as well. Also as well, I have my podcast contractors. So from the very first day I decided to have a podcast, I decided I'm not going to be editing it myself. I don't have time to learn that. And I'm just not going to be the best person at that. So look at what your, it just won't make sense for you to do areas that you don't have skill sets in and maybe areas that you have more demand than you can manage. You can look at bringing in some contractors there and contractors are different in terms of staff, in terms of staff are going to be on your payroll. Whereas contractors, you can kind of scale up and down a little bit in terms of the work that you have on. So it can work really, really well when you are taking on different projects or your business is growing and and your contractor could start at a certain amount of hours. And then naturally, as your business grows, they'll probably take on more and more. 
So that was number three. And again, as your business grows, you'll probably find the need or the desire to have some help with outsourcing or contractors. When you're really at the start, I do recommend kind of get to know all the different areas in your business. And actually, one of my students asked me the other day, she's working, I think, full time or very close to in her own business. She's doing really well. She did the 2K challenge when she joined the collective. She made much more than $2,000. She's now generating quite a few thousand dollars per month in her business while also working full time. And her question was, should she hire a contractor to help her with her business? And my advice to her was, well, what is the long-term goal here? And for her, it was to leave her job and go out into her business. So my suggestion was rather than now spending money on other people to kind of manage areas of your business, scale back in your job and make that shift over there and use your time to grow your business, to learn those different areas and grow your business that way. So kind of scale back on your full-time job, which is the end goal anyway, to then scale up in your business. And if that's you as well, I that's my general recommendation. Of course, everyone's situation is going to be different, but versus like if you are kind of working in a job that you don't want to be, or you have some other contracts that you're working on versus kind of hiring people to help do the work that you really, really want to do, make that switch over and get to know your business and build it up and grow it up. And then you can start bringing people in there. Okay. Number four. Now this one might surprise you with me being a marketer, but it's minimal viable marketing. I am all about working really smart and not doing all of the things None of us have time for that. And if we do have time for that, it's because we're procrastinating doing the hard stuff because marketing can be the fun stuff, designing graphics on Canva, coming up with Instagram reels, putting together pretty posts, putting content out there. We do not want to be marketing just for the sake of it. And a lot of excess marketing is not going to create more results for you. So you want to actually have a strategy to know what works or be very, very clear about what you were testing to see if it does work and just do that. We're not creating new content every single day. We're not feeling guilty for never posting enough. We're not posting pointless things just to get something out there. And we're not using our marketing as a procrastination tool to actually get clients. So you have a very clear intention and purpose behind your content and marketing. You're spending less time on it with more strategy, purpose, and intention and getting more results. So if right now you're finding you're spending a whole lot of hours creating content or creating graphics or creating videos or that type of thing, I really want you to ask yourself why that is. And if it's because that is kind of fun and feels safe, and in your comfort zone versus doing things that are actually going to get you more specifically, intimately in front of your ideal clients. And I actually created, this is part of the reason I created the 2K challenge that my students go through as soon as they join the Modern Marketing Collective. Because a lot of people I see 
are focusing their time on the wrong things that aren't appropriate for the stage they're at in their business. And we need to strip it back, simplify, and just get you straight out there in front of clients to get you that momentum, get you those bookings coming in, get you that revenue coming in. And then we can add more things in, but I'm very much about lean marketing, minimal viable marketing. We know what we're doing and why. And that also gets us results. It's not about flooding our news feeds with heaps and heaps of content out there. That's really not going to shift the needle for us. That doesn't give value to our audience and doesn't move people into taking action to work with us. Okay, so that's number four, minimal viable marketing. Shall we move to the final one? Number five, let's do it. So this one is taking time off. What? Taking time off for fun. Let's be real here. I think we can all relate that there is always more to do. There's always more. The to-do list is never quite fully ticked off. <laughs> but we need to put the tools down and take time for fun, for non-work things. And I find this hard because I love my work. And I know you probably are the same. Your work is, oh gosh, what you would choose to do over so many other things. It fulfills you. You get a lot out of it. And I'm the same. But really taking breaks seeing other people, getting yourself away from the desk, going somewhere different will help you be a better business owner. You're going to feel fresher, more invigorated, but also it's going to help you be more productive versus having all the time on your business. I always come back from even just like a day or a few days off and especially from a holiday thinking I should do this more often, even though it really feels at the time like counterintuitive to take time away from the business. But when I come back and even when I'm on my holidays, I'm like, oh my goodness, suddenly things just become a lot clearer. I'm a lot calmer. I have new ideas and perspectives. I'm like, this is so good for my business. I should do this more often. So for you, I know that there's kind of this feeling of urgency almost which I really want to question and challenge you on in terms of what is the urgency? What is the rush there? And we're pushing and pushing and pushing versus actually taking a little bit of time away. And this doesn't mean taking a big holiday or anything, but maybe it's just you are like, right, if you're working all weekend at the minute, maybe you take Saturday afternoons off and you go and do something fun or you go on an amazing walk somewhere or you catch up with a friend. And I bet you're going to come back feeling more refreshed and lighter and perhaps more perspective on your business. You'll come up with those solutions. I know even when I just go for a walk and I take my podcast out and I'm just there, me and the walk and the nature and kind of the solutions to some of the problems I might be struggling with in my business, just click into place. So it's pretty amazing when we remove ourselves from like trying to think things out and trying to like think it out at our computer and it's, oh gosh, to when we then take a step away and it's almost like we're, we're doing something different that then the solutions can then come flooding in. And also as well, when we have breaks in our work, it makes sure that we're doing the most important things in the time that we have. And this is going to help you drop things, remove things that don't need to be done that you're maybe doing just for the sake of it because you have that time or you feel like you should be doing it to do just the most important things, the things that really matter, the things that serve your clients, that bring new clients in and that allow you to have that freedom in your business. 
So let's recap. Number one is specific offerings. And I call this your offer ecosystem. Number two, boundaries and using tech to help you with that. Number three, outsourcing and contractors. Number four, minimal viable marketing. And number five, taking time off for fun. Okay, so I spoke a little bit about minimal viable marketing and I go into this more in my free online class. You can go ahead and register for it now. And it's a three steps to turn your followers into clients and why perhaps what you're doing right now is because you may be focusing on the wrong things. You can go ahead and register at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. Go ahead, choose a time, get your name down and come along and attend that class. You're going to get a lot out of it when it comes to just simplifying what to focus on and also why. Why these things are the things that work to generate and create more results and more amazing ideal clients in your business. So that's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And of course, if you are ready to start getting more results from your business, to attract more ideal clients, to get booked out, and also to kick it off with our 2K challenge to make your first or next 2K ASAP in your business by doing the most simple things, then go ahead and join us in the Modern Marketing Collective. This is specifically for you as a solopreneur to understand how to really create a simple business that is very, very effective, that allows you to have that freedom that we spoke about today while serving your ideal clients and also marketing yourself in a way that feels really, really good and that moves your audience to take action with you without you feeling salesy or pushy or needy. Let's make your marketing a a really a magnet for your ideal clients. So you can go ahead and join us now, emilyosmond.com forward slash collective. The sooner you join, the sooner you are going to start seeing those changes and that growth in your business. So go ahead, emilyosmond.com forward slash collective, jump in and you'll be able to join a coaching call as well. We have them every week. So get in there and let's get coaching you on your business. All right, that is it for me. And I will speak with you really soon. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people. People who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.